0: Amen. How many people can use a little encouragement every now and then? Man, just a few. How many people? Wow, that's what I thought. All right, well, you've got an open heart, we're going to get some today. Amen. God's word is always encouraging uh, for us. It, it brings life. And I want to share a few things. How many know that, that it's good? You know what I say a lot of times, everybody needs a cheerleader. Amen. Me and Jake was talking about that this morning. I mean, everybody can use a little encouragement, uh, a word. And, and I pray that this, this week right here, this message, I really believe it's right on time for what God's been showing us as a church family and all that. But, you know, uh, I received a devotion this week from a friend of mine and I clicked on it and I just thought, man, that is right on time. Uh, and, and the number one thing that jumped out in that devotion was this, was inconvenience. How about that? Inconvenience. Does anybody ever run into inconveniences along the way? Oh, you're gonna love this message, yeah. You know, throughout the day we can see some things like that. But you know, it seems like you know, our plans are constantly affected by forces beyond our control a lot of times, right? A lot of times we just we don't have control all of all that. But you know why? Because we got stuff to do, right? We got things to do. And I was thinking about that, I mean, we got places to be, we got deadlines, we got commitments, we gotta do some life, man. We can't get all these inconveniences, right? But you know what? As we go through life, when we slow down just a little bit and put our, our, our Jesus goggles on, you're going to find out that he's right with you, amen? And that's what I hope you guys see today. So uh, we're going through this thing, and the title of it is, it says, Life Along the Way. Now, when the Lord gave me this message, I should know this by now, right? It means, guess what? You're going to live it this week, boy. See, every message it seems like that he comes up with and he brings through there, he pours it through our life so that we can, we can really share it with others. And I believe that's what it's all about. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to share something with somebody if you haven't been through it. Amen. You know, you can come alongside and you can encourage. But, you know, a lot of times I had a friend of mine go through a really tough time. And, and he made, through, made it through the other side with the Lord's help, of course. And I said, what's the, the biggest thing that helped you during this time? And of course, prayer and everything. He said, you know something? When somebody comes to tell me, say, yeah, I know what you mean. And they don't know what you mean. I don't want to hear it. Isn't that the truth? And I thought about that. I said, you know, that's true. So I, as I minister, I don't go say, I know what you mean. I say, man, I know I'm not going through what you're going through at this time. But I'm going to tell you what, we're going to love you. And we're going to support you. And we're going to encourage you. You know? But there are some things that we've been through. And we can bring a little bit of clarity in that. But you know what? Always base it up against the back of the, the, the word of, of God. Amen? So I want to talk about that a little bit today. So I hope today we can see how all this fits together a little bit, okay? So I'm going to start out with our main text. If you've got your Bibles, open to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. All right? And it says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Now, think about this. What does it mean to imitate somebody? You know, a lot of times when you're kids, you're making fun of somebody, but that's not what he's talking about. It means to follow as a model or example, amen? Do we got a good example? Jesus is the example, amen? Jesus is always the example. So the Bible tells us to follow our role model, Christ, and let him be the example. So guess what? As we live this life along the way, God has a model for us. He has his word for us. He has power and strength for us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to look at three specific areas in our life today that I think is really going to highlight this scripture. Amen. So if you've got, uh, you got your hand out, grab them. If you need a pen, wave your hand. Denise will get one to you. But the three things I was going to look at was inconvenience, test, and opportunity. And I believe the Lord's going to show us just what he has for us today in that. Amen. Everybody doing good? I'm going to hear you say amen. amen. All right. Well, let's start out with inconvenience. All right, now let's be real. We keep it real here, right? I said, name some things that, that inconvenience you. Look at that, nobody's inconvenienced, is it? Go ahead, Jeff. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got to know, Jeff's been on a plow from eight to eight, what, how many days now? Oh, Two weeks. So I can understand that. I put time, traffic, people, could be the weather, right? <laughs> Car problems, anybody have any of them other than at my house? Amen, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing when your kids get older, you think that they're going to take them problems and fix them themselves. But they say, Dad, my car's broken. I'm going out of town. What's up with that? I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. You're awesome, Pop. Y'all heard that, right? That's it. You know, he's still my baby. I don't care. He's still my baby. But you know, you try to do what you can. And so, anyway, I got to thinking about that, you know, unforeseen interruptions and all that. So, you know, we, we start thinking about that and you know, go, man, so many inconveniences. But I hope today, as we take time and I share a few things that God showed me this week and we look deeper into the word, that we see, you know what, them are opportunities for God to be moving in our life. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. So, is there something we need to learn through, through this stuff? And I thought about that. I said, do we have a negative attitude about these things? And uh, yeah, sometimes we do. I can't believe this is slowing me down or whatever. Or do, how do we deal with that? We just bite our lips and try to drudge through and realize, you know, man, okay. I guess i just got to go ahead, you know, just the way things are sometimes. But, or do we realize that nothing takes God by surprise? That's what I want you to hear. Nothing takes God by surprise. It's a good place to say amen. There you go. I'm going to give you a little applause button, amen button. You know? But you know what? I, I think, you know, a lot of times we get so wrapped up around the things and we don't realize, you know, God is in control. We say that, and then we go and we start biting our fingernails, but God's in control, amen? And he's still working things out in our life. And so I look at this. What I see here, you know, there's some God-sized things God wants to show us each day, I believe that. Do you believe that? There's some God-sized things. So I said this. I said, see, God tends to be involved in our life along the way, even if we don't see him at work. You believe that? He is. He's working, holding it all together. And you may be surprised what you experience when you just take a few minutes. So today, my prayer is that we open our spiritual eyes to what God's got going on. You know, I got some stories, so y'all hold on. All right, I got some stories God showed me this week. Is there someone that needs some help? Now, I'm talking about when, when we go through these inconvenience things, maybe, you know, God's trying to show us something. Maybe there's something we need to learn, but maybe there's someone we need to help. Amen. Have you ever thought about that? I was thinking about this as I wrote this down. I said, man, you ever been in a bad spot before? Yeah Have you ever been stuck in a bad spot before? Yeah Well Have you needed just a little help? Just a little somebody to give you a, a nudge A little encouragement or something like that And I, Jeff jumped Jeff, these, You guys already know the sermon before I do it, you know I talked to Sonny and he was telling me what's going on I said, that, that's the sermon, Sonny And Jeff started something and he goes uh, uh. I was like, man, that's like point number three But you know what? Have you, did anybody get stuck in the snow? Wow, Jeff, you did a great job, brother You had everybody out there But I found a guy that got stuck in the snow this week, and I'm going to tell you a little story. You know, I'm running back and forth to my mom's, and a lot of the main roads were looking pretty good. And uh, I was coming back, and I had my snow shovel in the back, just in case. And uh, so I do a little shoveling, go with mom's, get that squared away. And I'm coming back, and i you know, got 5011 things to do, just like everybody else. And I turn on to Andrews, right there on the corner where the gas station is. And I see this guy going, yee, yee, man, he's just spinning, trying to get up. He's got a little small car, so it's low, and he's trying to get up that little hump, getting to the driveway there. But he's got the wheels all the way like this. I'm thinking, that ain't going to happen, bro. That ain't going to happen. So I'm going, I look at my watch, and I'm turning the corner, and I'm thinking about this message, and I go, I want to go home. But I say, you know what? I'm going to pull in. So I pull in. And I go over to the car, right? And you know, I think sometimes, do we stereotype people just an inky-dink bit, just a little bit? Because I have my Harley glasses on and my Harley thing on, and I go, and the guy goes, he rolls it in and he goes, yeah? <laughs> I said, you look like you're stuck. He goes, yeah? <laughs> I said, can I give you he goes, Yeah, I said, straighten the wheels. He goes, which way? I said, straighten the wheels. All right? So I go, and I think I'm just going, push him out. Wrong. I said, hold that one second. I go back to my truck, and I get a snow shovel. But when I walk back to the truck, I see this big guy working on his work truck, putting air in the tires. He, I mean, this guy is like huge, man. I'm thinking, I hope he's user friendly. You know, I'm hoping that he can help me out. So I go back and I do a little shovel, and me and the guy's talking, and I hear the big dude go, and say, Hey! I'm thinking, do you know that guy? Right? I got my, I got my shovel. <laughs> I got my shovel. I'm going to love him through it. And he walks up behind me. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? And he goes, hey, man. I go, yeah. He said, do you need some help? I said, yeah. I'm not turning no help down. He said, uh, you gave me a CD before. I'm thinking, thank you, Lord. <laughs> right? I said, I did, right? And I said, "I said, lift them glasses up. Boy, let me see who you are. And he pulled his glasses up. All right? Many of y'all heard the story, but I'm going to go back because it's worth telling It was a guy I led the Lord about two and a half, three years ago. I had not seen this man since. Now let me tell you, when I met this guy, they were doing a lot of work at my work, and he was digging a hole. Now I told you how big this guy was. When I met this guy, I saw the top of his head. That's how big that hole was the day I met him, okay, two and a half years ago. And I, it was hot out there. And I said, hey, man, can I get you anything? Man, he's, oh, man, I'm just doing... I said, hey, look, I'm going to go back here. Can I get you some water? He said, that'd be great. So I did that and come back by and start talking to the guy a little bit. You know what I was talking about. Start started talking to him about Jesus a little bit. And I, uh, you know, he says, uh, man, that, that makes sense. I said, what would keep you from giving your life to the Lord, man? He goes, are you going to be around after lunch? I said, I'll be around anytime you want. So after lunch, come back, he tracked me down. And he took his helmet off. He had that hard hat on. He put it down. He said, tell me about you, Jesus. And that guy prayed and gave his life to the Lord, right? That's been what, two and a half years probably. I hadn't seen that man. Couldn't make friends with big guys, right? I'm just teasing. No, God was working, all right? So we still think it's about digging this guy out. So guess what? Now what the guy hears in the car is we're talking about Jesus, right? I ain't even got my gloves on. Another guy comes down. Hey buddy, you need some help? I said, bring it on. Guy comes around and slides on around there, right? Then before he gets out of the car, another guy that I don't know good. Hey, man, I can hook him up and I'll pull him out. I say, that's all right, but you can help push. He says, be right there. And I thought, isn't that something, right? Now, while I'm there, guess what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Jesus. Now, I got four of them now, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, and they're hearing about Jesus, right? And I ain't moving the shovel until they know him, right? I I got the shovel. I was like, man, you know what? God is so good. And you know what the big guy told me? He said, he is. And he says, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I believe everything you told me. And I called on the name of the Lord. He said, but you know what? I ain't been walking with him too much. And I walked over there with my shovel and put my arm around him. I said, we might walk off, but he didn't. I said, just jump back in. Maybe it was just about that guy needing a little bit of encouragement. Maybe it was. I don't know. And I started thinking about that. I said, this is what I saw. I said, this is what I was thinking about this, this whole deal I said, you see a big guy who's a friend, you see a good Samaritan, you see the preacher, and a man in need. So what do we got? You know, like the good Samaritan story you all heard about? People passing people by, people passing people by. But you know what? Just because one person stopped, other people got to hear the the word of God. All over a little bit of snow. Isn't that something? You know what the guy said when he was in the car? When he got out of the car, the guy out of the car I said, I man, I, I mean, I'm full blown preaching Jesus and, and my other buddy, he knows him and this the big guy knows him. And the other guy just walks up. He going, that's pretty cool, dude. Right. And I'm still talking about Jesus. And the guy, I said, do you know him? He said, yes, I do. I said, well, then he just answered your prayer. Didn't he? he Said, Yes, he did. Right. So that's what I say. I look at this. I said, a need was met. A prayer would answer. A good deed was done. But listen to this. God was glorified because Christ was revealed. What does that have to do with anything? I could have rode on by. I could have said, well, somebody else will get them. I got stuff to do. I'm busy. I've already did my part. I am going to go home. But in the midst of our life along the way, God's going to use you right where you are. He knows exactly where you are. If you're running late for work, just keep your eyes open because it might be a reason. You know? If there's something going on, there's a long line in the grocery store. I do not have a food line store this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got one every week. Not this week, okay? But maybe there's somebody in line that you need to encourage. Maybe somebody's going to encourage you along that way. Amen. So take a look at this. That morning, Tuesday morning, this is what the Lord gave me. I always try to write down something on Facebook, whatever the Lord is showing me. And I'm going to read this to you here. I said, we don't just do life in pockets of time. We live it every minute of the day. So don't rush through what seems to be an inconvenience just to get through and check the box. But look for opportunities in every situation to see the hand of God and grab hold to it for for a grand experience. God is at work every minute of the day. Join in and be a blessing. When I wrote that that morning, that that God gave it to me that morning, I didn't know I was going to see it played out in what I thought was an inconvenience. That inconvenience... Might have just been a test, amen? We're going to move on to that in just a minute. So it's not about our time and it's about God's time and it's about his purpose, his part. Our attitude needs to change from negative to positive and see that God's timing is best. Do we agree that God's timing is best? Got some more on that too. Well, let's take a look at this. I want to talk about tests for a minute. Everybody doing good? Amen. All right, let's keep on rolling here. Woo, got some fat fingers this morning. I thought about this and this is what the Lord gave me when I was putting this together. He says, you know, you might think it's a setback. Excuse me. What you might think is a setback just might be a setup to be used by God and experience him in a deeper way. You ever notice that? Because that's what just happened, right? That's just what happened right there. I bet you got stories like that all the time. If we slow down and recognize God at work. I said, God works in the everyday things in our everyday life, but we get too busy to see him <laughs> Or even look for him. That's a good place to say amen. Right? Don't we get a little busy sometimes? We tack the prayer on at the end instead of starting our day with God. Spending our day with God and ending our day with God. And that doesn't mean you walk around and you're, not, you're just praying and you're not taking in anything else. But have an attitude of prayer. An attitude of thanksgiving. An attitude of grace and forgiveness. Amen? Right? And that's something I think we can preach all the time. Forgiveness on every aspect of our life. Anybody need some forgiveness? I'll take a whole batch of it. Amen? Because I missed the mark. But you know what? God said it is finished. Let's go back to him. Let's take a look at this. If there's no test, there's no graduation. Now, I going to explain that, okay? He said, buddy, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And, I, and this is what the Lord was showing me. We really don't know how we will respond until something comes up to put us through the test. Amen? We can look at somebody else's life and say, well, they ought to just do that. Surely they should do this. But if you're not walking in them sneakers, man, you don't know. And so I think it's good to be listening to the Lord and encouraging from his standpoint. Amen. You know, I look at this. We can memorize all the Sunday school answers, but if we don't apply them in our life, we see no maturity and growth and no fruit is produced. I said, this life is worth living, man. This life is worth living. You know, as a pastor, you, you meet a lot of people with a lot of need uh, and a lot of times people going through some tough stuff. You know, I've got two phone calls from the hospital this morning before I even got here. okay. Um, and that's I'm not discouraging that. I'm just telling you that, you know what, sometimes we get up and we think we got a bad day. I think we're doing all right. We don't have to look far to see that. But this is what I want to talk about. What you learn here today and what you learn from the the word of God. And when we get together on Tuesdays and I pray that you're looking in your word every day, don't just put it on a shelf, put it into action. That's what I always like to have. You know, when we leave here, me and Miles have talked about this before. He says, you know what? When we leave there, we have something to put into action. That's the plan. I want to give you some tools out of God's word to, 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 to put into practical application in your life. You know? Don't just put them on a shelf because God's got bigger plans for you. Amen? He's got great plans for you. Let's keep on rolling. I put this here. I said, inconveniences are often training grounds for godly encounters. Mm-mm-mm. Now, isn't that something? We just talked a little bit about it. We all have choices, and and we walk through life, and a lot of times we can try to be absent from the test, amen? I'll take that test another day. You probably will. You can sidestep it a little while, but you're still going to have tests in your life, right? And and as we look at this, God uses this to prepare our hearts. God uses this to strengthen us. So, you know, as we look at the Word of God, let's apply the truth to what God has for us along the way. I was thinking about this, and I said, man, how in the world does this play out? How do I want to share this story? You know, Tuesday was a really busy day. I think that's the day it started, uh, the snow, right? I went to work, and uh, we got off a little early. How many know? you know, if if you're a cheerleader for Jesus, you meet a lot of people, amen? You speak into a lot of people's lives. And uh, there's a guy that works on the whole other side of the field where I work at. And I only see him every now and then. But every time I see him, you ever got a friend that as soon as you see him, it's just like, it's just like his yesterday. That's a blessing, isn't it? Hadn't seen this guy. I think one of the last time I seen him when I had the surgery on my leg. I didn't even know he knew I was sick. That was like a year ago, year, year and a half ago, right? And I opened my eyes and he's standing over the bed. And he goes, hey, brother, what are you doing? I'm hurting. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. He said, well, I come to pray for you, right? So anyway, so I hadn't seen him in a while. I'm getting ready. We're leaving at one o'clock, man. I am going. I got my bag. I'm going home. I'm going to beat Denise home. I'm going to get something to eat. Everything's going good. I'm ready. I'm getting in the car and guess who pulls up? My buddy. And I'm thinking, man, I said, hey, you're going the wrong way. We're leaving. He said, no, I'm going the right way. I'm looking for you. I said, "Uh oh, does that mean I'm not leaving now? He said, you got a minute? I go, yeah. Why don't we jump in my car? It's already warm. I go, oh, this is going to be long this is going to be an inconvenience. Wrong. Right? God's still pulling pulling the message together. Let me live the message. And he said, why don't you go ahead and start your truck so it'll be warm when we leave? So I sit in the car. I said, man, how you been doing? He said, I'm doing all right. He said, I got a question for you about such and such and such. I just want to get your input. He gave me the question. And I said, well, you know, this is the way I feel about this because this is what God's word said. So he goes, man, I appreciate that. And then you ever, you ever talk to somebody and they go, and I'm thinking, I don't think that's why you came here. <laughs> right? I'm thinking, and, and my truck's running. That's okay, right? Still thinking, inconvenience. Getting ready to get blessed. I'm getting ready to get blessed. He said, hey, man, uh, I want to talk to you. That's what we're doing. He said, um, the Lord gave me a word for you, and I want to share it with you. Boop, 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 signal. Make sure that it's lined up with the word just because somebody tells you that. Okay? I just want to tell you that. Weigh it against the word. He said, I got a word for you. I said, "Uh, okay. He said, you ready? I said, yeah. He said, I got one little problem. I said, what's the problem? If you got a word. He said, about two and a half years late. I said, what? He said, I tell you when I was supposed to tell you. He said, remember when y'all bought that new soundboard for church? I'm thinking, no. Oh, when we were in the old building. That's how long ago it was, right? And he says, This is what the Lord wanted me to encourage you with. He was encouraging. I wasn't beating nobody down. i are from the Lord. He was going to encourage you, amen, or correct us or whatever. And he told me what he said. And he said, this is what I was supposed to tell you. I'm sorry I didn't tell you then. I don't even know why I didn't tell you. It's, It's good stuff. And immediately when he told me, my mind opened up back to that date, that time. And I thought, oh my gosh. That's right on time. I said, bro, I, I really appreciate it. It kind of knocked me off my feet. But I knew it was right. Because God just opened my mind. It just drew me right back to a time when we were really praying about a lot of stuff. You know what we were praying about? Moving to this building. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? See, God already... Now, did that stop the good news and us moving on and everything else? No. God still used that in a mighty way. Amen. So this is what I want, I want to share with you. Just because you fail from time to time doesn't mean you're off the team. He still used my buddy. Amen. He still used my buddy. He got this thing called grace that I just love. Anybody love grace? God's riches at Christ's expense. That's good stuff. You know what's maybe just a little bit better than that? Mercy. Mercy and grace. They go hand in hand. I love that because that's the loving God that we have. Amen. Does that mean anything goes? Nope. But I mean, God will put you back on the team, and he'll work through things, and he'll forgive you, and he'll keep going, and he'll restore you, and he'll keep going. Look from cover to cover. It's a story of redemption. Because if it's not, I might as well pack it up, man. Every day, I said, Lord, you know, wow, give me the strength today, Lord. Lord, forgive me for this. You know, that, that was probably not the best response. But God's still molding. But you know what never changes? God. You know what never changes? Hear me. Your relationship with the Lord when you know Jesus Christ, it's not based on your performance. It's not based on how many times you show up at church, and I want you to show up at church, right? But it's based on Jesus, amen? That's the good news. And as God takes hold of our heart, we're going to want to run to him and live for him. And yes, you will stumble. Yes, I do stumble. Yes, we will keep going. And I pray that, you know what, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we come alongside each other and pick each other up and keep on going and keep our eyes focused on the Lord, amen? That's what I want us to hear today. So I said, you know, I'm going back to my friend sharing that. I said, you know what? Let's not miss those opportunities in the everyday life. Let's not miss those opportunities in what we think is a convenience. Inconvenience, excuse me. Because you know what? It might just be part of the test. Part of the test to see if you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Part of the test, are you going to be looking and listening for the Lord? Are you going to treat somebody, come on, like you want to be treated? If I said this once, I said it a million times and i live lived it. If you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, you want grace. But if it's your cookie jar, why do you want a man's arm? Huh? You know what? What I like to see is this. Lord, help me to respond like Jesus. And guess what? We can't do it on our own. But Holy Spirit can do that through us and keep on rolling. Amen. I'm telling you about the love of God. I'm telling you about what Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen. I'm talking about, you know what? Let's be a mirror of Christ to the people in the world. Amen. All right, let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good, right? Now, the next thing, as you see this, it, it kind of grows. We went from inconvenience to the test, and we got an opportunity. Take a look at this. It's this going to unpack pretty fast here. What would happen if you actually started looking for opportunities to see Jesus? Amen. What would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. You'd start reflecting them. You start seeing them. You start. You say, man, wow. What's going on? You start seeing the unity of stuff. It's funny you guys are here today. Because you know what? Connie tells me a lot. They go to Freedom Life. My buddy, Pastor Freddie over there, a good friend of mine. And she'll go and, and they'll go to Freddie sometime. They come over here back and forth. And, and, and we love to have them. And more times than not, just say, man, Freddie was just preaching on that. Were y'all talking? I'm like, no, I had not talked to him in like a while. <laughs> I did talk to him this week. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? And, and this is the funny thing. It all flows together. It all flows together. Now, let me go back to, to that thing. I jumped my gun here, but I'm going to share this here. You remember when I went back on the inconvenience thing and I told you what the Lord gave me? Well this is about 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to read it again. It says, we don't live life in pockets of time. We live it every minute of the day, so don't rush through what seems to be inconvenience just to get through and check the box. But look for opportunities in every situation to see the hand of God, then grab hold to it for a grand experience. God is working every minute of the day. Join in and be blessed, right? So that's like 6 o'clock. I'm going down the road, and somebody sends me a text. Now, I'm just tell you, if you send me a text, I will never repeat this unless I clear it with you so it's been cleared. Okay? I don't share stuff like that. But uh, I, got, I got something that I can share with you. Y'all ready for this? I'm showing you the unity in the spirit and the family of God. Amen. This person had not even talked to me that day. Had not looked at my Facebook stuff or anything else. Right? Now I just got to find it. All right. It's coming up. It's coming up. And I thought that was so neat. Remember? Because I said, you guys are preaching a message already. My friend sent this to me. Now you just heard what the Lord showed me. He says, was driving and this came to me. With faith in Christ, we know for sure where we are going to go. Then all we have to do. Is put all our faith in today into the moment. Everything in between will work out. But doesn't that sound just like what it, the Lord gave me? He's saying, you know what? Let's break that out a little bit. He says, everything that we see, he says, you know what? If I just focus on the Lord, He's going to take care of everything else. If I just take that moment and look for Christ in it, He's going to take care of it. Right. We don't have to get overwhelmed with the weather, overwhelmed with all these different things and all that, because God is not going to be taken by surprise. So I go back to what I say here. What would happen if you actually started looking for opportunities to see Jesus? I think you'd see him. Amen. I think you would see him a whole lot more. I was looking at some of these things here and I just thought, man, isn't this something? Had a, another phone call this week. It wasn't on Tuesday. God gave me a break because I was just like, man, God, you are rolling. About two days later, I'm going down the road and, I, and I'm, I'm on the phone with somebody else and I get this number come up and I go, hey, I gotta go, I don't know what this number is. you know. So I, I, I click the phone over and this guy said, hey, buddy. And I go, hey, because I don't know who it is. Right? And I'm waiting for him to talk. He says, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good, how you doing? Who am I talking to? He said, it's John. I said, hey, John, what's up? I don't know who John is yet. He said, How's your mama? I said, okay. John, who are you? He starts laughing. John is a Christian minister brother that I met at the hospital three weeks ago when me and my mama were sitting in there. And this guy walked in and the whole atmosphere changed. You ever see that? Somebody come in and just like, I want to hang out with them. He came in, older gentleman, me and mama sitting over there. He goes, how you doing? I said, I'm thinking, we're at the hospital. No, we're doing all right. right? No, we're doing good. And he comes in, he talks a little bit, and he gets up there, and he's talking to the lady. And he's got the wrong day for his appointment. But he comes back over, and we start talking, and we start talking about Jesus. I said, you know what? They might think you got the wrong day, but I know you got the right one. I appreciate you. He said, I was thinking that same thing. He said, you got a card? I said, yeah, I got a card. Gave him a card. He said, man, we need to fellowship sometime. I said, that sounds good. My mom, when he left, my mom said, who was his friend? I said, I just met him. His name's John. She said, you, you just make friends easy. I said, well, Jesus will help you with that. Amen? You know, <laughs> that's a common thread, right? So anyway, I kind of forgot about John. You know? Because I was busy. Things going on. We got snow on the windshield. We got stuff going on. But John didn't forget about me. And John promised me that he was going to pray for me. And he was going to pray for you guys. He said, "Give me a call because I'm gonna pray for your church." I said, "You can pray for God's church; they're my church, but I get to work there. That's good." He said, "You know what I mean?" He says, "You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be praying for y'all." I said, "Well, I appreciate it." See, a lot of times people say, oh, "I'm gonna be praying for you." Yeah, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, I'm gonna take them at their word and say, "Yeah." But he made a point to call me. He said, "I was sitting at my desk today, and the Lord put you on my heart." He said, "So I called to pray over you." I said, "Bring it on!" I'm going down the road, and he's praying. Now think about that. What was probably an inconvenience for him going to the doctors on what appeared to be the wrong day was actually a right day for everybody here. Amen. Because you already been prayed for before you got here, isn't that something? He took the time to go back and see Jesus. Amen. He took the time to go back and say, you know what? What the devil might use to trip me up, I'm gonna use that as a ramp for Jesus. He just jumped right on over into grace. Well, I'm here. How you doing, ma'am? How you doing, sir? He just used it as an opportunity to share Jesus. And guess what? I was in the crossfire. So I got blessed in that whole thing. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Aren't you glad that people you know, do what they say they're going to do? That's a good thing, isn't it? Well, look at this. What else we got? I said, what would happen if you actually started looking for opportunities to be like Jesus? What do you think would happen then? I think you'd start mirroring them pretty well. I think you'd start seeing him pretty well. John was being a mirror to me. Even though it was just in passing, I thought, well, that's really nice. Weeks later he calls, and he's still reflecting Christ. Isn't that something? Didn't cost him anything. I bet you we weren't on the phone three minutes, but it sure did bless my heart. Because when you know somebody didn't forget about you, that means something, doesn't it? You ever feel like you're just lonely out there? You just feel like you're the only one? You feel like, oh, man, I am so separated from what's going on here? Man. But I'm going to tell you what. God ain't never left you. Even when we walk away, like I told the big guy. You know, I'm going to go back when I was sharing Jesus with that guy. Remember when I told you I met the guy in the hole? And when I was talking to that man, this is going back. The Lord was telling me this. He says he doesn't even know he's in a hole spiritually. And I said, man, I'll tell you what. I know where you're working in there. And I said, it doesn't look too good. But I'll tell you what. When you jump out, God's going to take hold of you. Matter of fact, you don't even have to jump out. God will reach you right there in that hole. Isn't that something? We could be in a hole. We could be stuck. We could be the one with the shovel in our hand and dug ourselves in there, but God will still come in and get you because he loves you that much. The song we're singing, man, miry clay pulled us out of the miry clay, set my feet upon the rock. Man, that rock is Jesus Christ. So what would happen if you actually started looking for opportunities to be like Jesus? I think you'd reflect them well to the world, amen. Let's keep on rolling. Click. What would happen if we actually started looking for opportunities to share Jesus? I think people know the gospel. I think people would get saved. I think lives would be transformed. I think God would be glorified to you. You know what? Look around. Full house today. That's because somebody told you about Jesus. And if you, if you just came here and you hadn't heard about him, I bet you will before you leave. Amen. Lock the door, Tim. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But you know what? We want you to know about your Heavenly Father. We want you to know how much God loves you. And and I I tell you, you know what? You say, well, man, I'm not much on uh, meeting people. I'm not much on talking or anything else like that. But you know what? You can pray for people. How about this? I'll pull a food line story in there. There's times that there's a long line and I see a lot going on and I just say, well, you know what? I, I don't necessarily have to run up there and talk to somebody. I might be praying for that mother that's in front of me. I might pray for that little baby. It's got the sniffles. I might be praying for the guy behind the cash register trying to do a price check on line six because they didn't get the Tropicana orange juice. Everybody, Amen. Yeah. So through those inconveniences and through those tests, how are we reflecting the Lord? Amen. I hope that we're, we're looking well. I hope that we're relying on his strength. And let's take a look at this in we'll closing. Now, this might not seem like a big deal to y'all. But remember I said in the little things... In the little things. If we can see God in the little things, we ought to be able to see him real good in the big things, right? So let's look for the little things. When I was putting this picture together, when I was putting this over here, I was sliding stuff up there and moving. And, and, and the way ended up right over the cross. Now, this might not be no big hotcakes to y'all, but while God was showing me all this, it's like he just said, I'm going to give you another, something to talk about. Life along the way. Where's the way? Jesus is the only way. It's the cross. is the only way. It's one way. John 3, 16, What? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Me and Jesse were riding home last night. And we talked about different things. And we talked about Super Bowl. And we talked about things changing. And we talked about the Lord and everything else. And he says, you know what? Dad, you know, you talk about John 3.16 being one of the basic uh, scriptures that we use that most everybody knows. He said, Dad, I don't think everybody knows that anymore. Why is that? I said because you know son. I think going to church is not a priority for everybody and just going to church doesn't make you a Christian y'all know that how often do we sit down with our kids and say hey you know why don't we read a little word how often do we pray over our food how often do they see God mirrored in your life amen you know how often is that but you know what a lot of times see the enemy knows if he can get in there and, and, and just start putting a little doubt in the family guess what Boom, he'll use that crowbar. Oh, you ain't got to go to church, man. Don't worry about it. You can worship God anywhere. You're right. But what about the part that says, don't forsake the assembly of God? What about when you're going through a tough spot, maybe you might need your family. Amen? I think it's a good thing along the way to be able to come along and, and encourage one another. But you know what? God is always pointing back to what he's done for us. Always pointing to the cross. Always pointing to his, the forgiveness that we receive through him. And I looked at this and I said, so who gives us life? Jesus. Who is the way? Jesus. How did he make a way on the cross? So just throwing that up there might not look like anything, but you know what? That's what the Lord showed me. He said, who's life? I said, you are Lord. Right? Who made a way? You did, Lord. Who loves you? You do, Lord. See, it always points back to Jesus. It always points back to the Lord. And I said, that might seem like a small thing, but you know what? It was a powerful thing that the Lord showed me that night. And because what he's showing me is, you know what? I'm working in every aspect of your life. And a lot of times we say, well, surely he's not working in this. Surely he's not working in that. And let me tell you, I want to encourage you. God is working all the time. And, and I look at it. I said, you know, if you can find him in the small things, just think how much more he's revealed in the big things. And that's what I hope to do. Today that we look as as we live this life along the way, we start looking at things through the eyes of Christ. To be that mirror of Christ. To see Jesus in people. For people to see Jesus in us. And for us to share Jesus along the way. And the last thing here, I said, you know what? Have you ever had this? You might have done it yourself, maybe some of your friends or whatever you say. Well, I got this little situation going on, but I can handle it. And we leave God out of it, right? We just reel God in when the big stuff comes, right? You know, I got to do my part. Our part is to let God do his part. Does that make sense? Let let him do his part and everything's going to take care of itself. And so what the Lord was showing me on that, I said, there's nothing too small for God. Well, we say, there's nothing too big for God, right? We said, man, nothing too big for my God. We'll say, hey, how big is your God? Man, my God could do this. My God could do that. My God could do this. But can he do some small stuff, too? Oh, yes, he can. He can do some amazing things in the small stuff. And so this week, the takeaway is this. Watch for God in the small stuff, and he'll bless you in all stuff. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for your word. It says, therefore, be imitators of God. Lord, help us to be imitators of God that serve you well, Lord, that we mirror and reflect him well. And, Father, when we miss tomorrow, pick us back up and, and, and put us back on the path. Put us back on that. Walk in love as Christ loved for us and gave himself up for us. He made the sacrifice. He made the way. And if you're sitting here today and you say, "Buddy, you know what? That really hit home. And I understand that. Lord, you know, and, 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 and you know, there's a lot of times I look at things that are inconvenience. Lord, help us to look at them for, for opportunities. Lord take our inconveniences and move them to opportunities to be more like Him. You. if you're here today and you said you know what I've never given my life to the Lord I pray that you listen real close God did the hard part he's the way Amen. and if you want to know for sure that you got a place in heaven I want you to listen to me real good and look right here God says if you call upon my name if you put your faith and trust in me you will be saved whoever calls upon the name of the Lord we'll be saved. You said, I did that and I believe that, but man, I sure haven't been living that. Well, guess what? You probably follow follow along right with us, right? But you know what? We could jump back in and God said, I'll take you right where you are. I'll restore you. I love you. I forgive you. I knew everything you were going to do in this whole life and I still came for you. I want you to hear that today because that's how I get up in the morning because if I don't realize that, I might as well stay home. I want you to know about the love of God. Not just on the good days, but every day. He is the light along the way. If you're here today say, man, you know what? I've been living that this week. Well, you know what? I'm glad you're here. Because God wants you to know that you're worth it. God wants you to know that you're forgiven. God wants you to know, come to Him. He never left. He's not running from you. He's not hiding from you. He's with open arms to receive you. Father God, I thank you for each one here. And I pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray for myself. I pray for those that are going through tough times. Lord, I pray for restoration. I pray for healing. I pray for, for situations and jobs and families and work and all those things, Lord, that we see you moving. Father, it's your timetable. It's your love. It's your grace. But ultimately, it was your sacrifice. Father, let us cling up to the sacrifice of Christ that washes us pure and clean as if we've never sinned. And Father, I pray that everyone here, that will even hear this on the internet later, that they understand this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Understand, he takes you, just like we preached you another day, with the total package. The bumps, bruises, and setbacks didn't run him off. They brought him to the cross so that you and I could have eternal life with the Son of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. I'm